The following podcast is not affiliated with the developers who have created the games being reviewed. The reviews are solely the opinions of the hosts to be used to make an educated decision on what games to download and play. gamers and welcome to budget arcade the number one free-to-play gaming podcast in the world i'm scott i'm jeff and i'm mark and welcome to episode number 76 just to recap we play a free-to-play game every other week and then we rate and review it mark <laughs> did what you was this say week's game? recrap <laughs> just a recrap oh <laughs> just to recap we play a free-to-play game every other week and then we rate and review it mark what was this week's game uh, this week we played Rogue Company, as developed by Hi-Rez Studios, which you may know them from games such as Smite, Paladins, and Realm Royale. Uh, it is a multiplayer tactical slash objective-based shooter. It was Hero released. Shooter. Whatever. Uh, it was released <laughs> on Locked October first today. 2020, and it is out on the PC, the Xbox One, the PS4, the Nintendo Switch, and the Xbox Series X slash S. And this game is cross-play, so you can play with all the platforms together. Yes! Uh, we should also mention that Scott loves high-res. Oh. I am kind of a high-res fanboy. Yeah. Okay. Why? He likes their games. I, I like a lot of their games. No, but like any particular reason why? Um, honestly, I think it's because they make their games within the uh, Unreal um, Engine, and a lot of those games, like I have a natural affinity for gameplay. So, uh, Rogue Company, how to describe this? So, think Third Valorant. Person. Oh my god. Think Valorant, but third person. And so it's the objective is very similar somewhat to that of like a uh, CSGO type of game or Valorant. And uh, but a little closer to Valorant, because as Scott said, it's a hero shooter because each character has different skills and loadouts um, and the I didn't play too many of the modes other than the main mode, which is where you know you set a bomb and then defend it, or That's if the other demolition. team, sets, yeah, or if the other team sets a bomb first, you have to defuse it. Um, and there's no respawns, so it's four v four with no respawns. So if you die, you have to wait till that particular round is over. First to five round wins wins the entire game. 
Yeah, all uh, the modes are 4v4, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't see any that were not uh, 4v4. Now, and like I said, your big thing is you, the main mode I play, the one that it kind of encourages you to play, is the, what What did you say it was? Demolition. 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 So you, you just push a point, set a bomb, or uh, if the other team has set it, you go and defuse it. And the whole time you're shooting each other with guns. Now, between rounds, uh, similar to that of Valorant and CSGO, there is a store where you would buy either abilities or weapons. Now, these weapons are tied to the character. So, um, if you want to play with a character that has an SMG, you need you can't just put an SMG on any of the characters. You have to find one that already has one. And then as you spend money, you can unlock That's those. That's not quite true, Jeff. You okay. can set your loadout for a specific character. Um, okay. They do have like specific guns within that character that you're allowed to pick. Are you sure? Because I thought yes. it was just skin. No, no, no. There's there is a loadout that you can set up for your character, and those are the guns that you are able to purchase from. Is what that whatever loadout you set up. Jeff, you're talking to the high res fanboy. I know, but that's not my experience because I went into that loadout to see if I could do what Scott is saying because there were characters like there's a healer character that his ability is he can res someone on one of his teammates who's been downed on the other side of the map without being near them but I didn't like any of his guns so I went into his loadout to see if I could change it like Scott did says you can and we're just gonna have to agree to disagree because I couldn't find this but what my experience was I couldn't really put anything there because I hadn't unlocked any cosmetics or anything like that. But Scott is the high res master. So take Scott's word for it. <laughs> um, there are other, so there's demolition, there's strikeout, which I believe strikeout was kind of like a, almost like a, I, oh, I can't even remember what it said it was because I didn't really play that one. Uh, they did have an extraction mode, which was basically a king of the hill, mm -hmm. uh, a ranked mode, a limited time mode, which has like a rotating feature. I think uh, currently at the time of this recording, the limited time mode was a hardcore demolition, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And then there was a uh, training mode. And then within the training modes, there was multiple different ones. You could do a uh, like a. What are they? they? Had a gun range, a uh, tutorial, and then an actual training mode, and I think one other in there. And then there was like custom games that you could do as well. Right. So as you're playing the game and unlocking things, you can unlock, like I said, abilities, um, which you're gonna want to do. Uh, but these abilities are passives. Like your actives are already unlocked. Uh, you start off with a pistol, and uh, you start off with, what, $5,000? Yes. So you can choose to upgrade your pistol, uh, or you can wait and then uh, get a better gun after and save your money. And your money is accrued by how well you do. So getting kills, arming or disarming the bomb gets you more money. So if you're playing really well, the rich get richer. If you're playing really poorly, you still accrue money at a good enough pace where you're not going to fall way behind, uh, which I thought was good. Uh, so some of the things you can get is like more armor. You can res your teammates faster. You can have quicker health recovery time when you've taken damage. 
And again, these, unless Scott says otherwise, are set based on what character you pick. A lot yes, of them. That's correct. A lot of them pass over from character to character. So you'll see a lot of similar ones, but then some of them are character specific. Um, and then I also. I think they're class specific as well, though, because each character is in, has their own class too. Right. Like a healer, a tank, a, a, like a flanker, someone fast. And Bomber, then, and then a couple others. I don't remember which. Yeah. And then when you spend your money, it should be noted that you can only have one primary weapon equipped. You can buy them both, but in between rounds, you need to pick which one you're taking in. So it really doesn't benefit you to do that, to buy both of your primaries. You're more benefited by spending your money to upgrade those uh, weapons because you get some of them will give you higher damage, higher clip count, you know, lower recoil, that sort of thing to make your weapons better. Uh, so I tended to just pick. So I ended up playing with Trench because I liked his weapon loadouts the best. And uh, so I picked his AR and I got that leveled all the way up. And then, you know, I kind of poked around and, and grabbed things as I felt the need. Um, and then he has a, his ability is this like barbed wire that he throws out, which is good for just area denial and slowing down the enemy. So who did you guys play as? I played, I think ma majority of my time, I picked the guy with the cowboy hat. Dallas, maybe? That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, I'm not familiar enough with the names of all the rogues yet, but it was the guy who had, like, the golden skull for a face. Yeah, uh, and I'm not... I, the only reason one I can really remember is Trench, because once I found the character I wanted, I pretty much just kept playing him, because I... I wasn't good enough at the game to get bored enough to move on to another character to learn. You know, like in Overwatch, You'd play Reaper and you'd play it and play it and you're like, okay, I'm getting kind of bored of this. And then you'd move to another character and the game would feel fresh again. I, I didn't hit that point. Uh, I still was enjoying playing as Trench pretty much the entire time. So one, one thing that, uh, that this game has that I feel is maybe not the norm is uh, the maps are, are, are they're, not, they're not big. Um, no. So the the game the gameplay automatically thrusts you into shootouts. Um, Definitely, very very rarely will you be able to sneak around the map and and try to get anywhere without running into a uh, an enemy player. So the I think that's one of the best draws to this game is that there's you're always going to be into. A, a gun battle you're not you're never going to be just hanging out you know running around trying to trying to find something and i feel like a lot of other multiplayer uh shooters out there um you know these battle royales they they sometimes can get too big and right. you know that that's that's not this game and this game is um that does that very well i, yeah. I have to agree with you there mark yeah, because there's a lot I, of downtime in other games. Yeah, for for example, Warzone, obviously, they just had their big update where they brought in uh, the Cold War into there, and they added a mode with a smaller map, and that mode is so much better. It, I, I don't know if you've experienced that one yet, Jeff. Oh, I played a good bit of it. I really like it because it is more hectic and insane, and it's just action. It's like a It's like a Battle Royale sort of, concentrated and 
uh, it's a matter of taste whether you like it better or not. Uh, some people like the more longer gameplay sessions, uh, the search, the anticipation of a fight, but the new mode feels more like a kind of typical multiplayer match, whereas there's gunfight, 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 but it still has the battle royale stuff in it. Not that I need to go off on Warzone. Um, so I think we've covered most of the stuff gameplay, except for one other thing. This is a third person shooter game. And one of the things you have to get used to is selecting which shoulder you're going to look over. And it's kind of hard to describe, uh, but when you're in third person, your reticle will either be on the right side of your head or the left side, excuse me, or the left side. And you hit in console, it's the bumper and on, uh, PC, I think it's E or Q, I can't remember, but, and then it bounces you back and forth between where that reticle is. And that's important for peeking your corners. So if you have a wall on your right, you want your reticle on the left. That way you can gain the peeker's advantage where you can actually be undercover and still turn and look around that wall. Um, so that's something that you kind of have to get used to in a way. I That's one of the things I didn't like is having to manage where I had my reticle. Uh, whether I was looking over the right or the left, you can get used to it the more you play the game. But because it's not in first person, it's a concession they had to make to be able to. Otherwise, you'd always push to the right because that would be your strong side. Um, and pushing one, to the one, left would be your weak side. One weird thing about this third person uh, is that the developer chose to place cover objects all over the map like any shooter game would um however you get behind cover and there's no blind fire um tactic uh-huh. uh you 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 have to stand up there's a crouch and you crouch behind cover but in order to engage in shooting you have to f- fully erect yourself uh from the crouch position and we do um, the ad next. Oh, uh, Scott, edit this. Slip this into that one. Um, oh, that's another <laughs> hey, one. Hey, um, <laughs> you're not uh, old tonight, Mark. <laughs> but I, I just feel I feel like that's it, it, it's a lot of it, a lot of missed opportunity in that aspect, and it kind of goes into the the whole reticle conversation. Is that this game felt polished? Um, mm-hmm. And until you start getting into some of the other like nuances of the mecha- the gameplay mechanics and all that and i i don't know if if the gameplay is good enough to elevate this game so past what it is on appearance um so appearance wise to kind of go with that it does look fantastic uh i the levels are bright and colorful and futuristic looking <laughs> Uh, you know, the characters are fully realized. I don't know that they're quite as, as Scott said, he couldn't remember the names of any of them. Um, I don't think they're quite as memorable as characters from like Overwatch or Valorant, where they sort of have that cartoony edge that almost makes them pop a little more. Uh, these feel a little more realistic, kind of more like your operators from a, a Call of Duty. Um, but they're even more colorful than that because those are kind of drab, but um, one thing I did have, I didn't have this problem. I played both on PC and console and I didn't have this problem on PC, but on my Xbox, I had a thing where 
like three quarters of the screen would have like a yellow tint to it, depending on where I was looking. And it wasn't my TV because I'd hit the Xbox button and everything that wasn't the game that pops up would be correct and normal. And it would just be based on where I was looking. So that was a weird bug, not a game breaking one by any means. Um, but it was there. Yeah. Uh, I played on the switch and I'll just throw this yeah, out how there. Did, how did it run? I mean, uh, not, it, it ran fine. It's just the, the gameplay is not this. This is a game that you need to play on a pro type controller. Um, which the Switch does have, I just didn't play on that. And uh, on the TV, uh, playing playing this game from the handheld position is not comfortable. It I can see uh, that the it just the the buttons on the Switch aren't laid out for this type of shooter. And uh, and I, I I did this on I I played on the Switch on purpose just because I didn't I didn't figure that either one of you guys would. And I wanted to see what that experience was like. And um, while a game runs fine, it just doesn't play that well. Right. I'm glad you played on Switch. Um, just to have that input. Because uh, it. I have a mid, mid-range computer. It's no mean high-end. And it ran fine. Uh, all the way wide open. So it's it's not a beast or a hog of a game. Um, but I still preferred playing on the Xbox because I'm a console gamer and I fared better at, uh, you know, actually contributing to the team on console than I did on PC, where it's, I'm just not used to aiming with the mouse. Hey, well, uh, the currency that's in the game is called Rogue Bucks, and you can use those to buy... Basically, it's all skins. It's all cosmetics other than the rogues themselves. Uh, There's a total of 16 rogues uh, at the time of us recording this. And I believe there was a way to purchase them. Yes. So there you can purchase them with rogue bucks or you can purchase cosmetic. And you also accrue. I meant to remember. It's like valor or. It's something you get. Just by playing this game, this other currency, it looks like a medal, you know, like a medal of honor almost. And yes, I saw that too. I forgot about I that I can't one. remember what it's called, but you can accrue that and spend that on all of the rogues, the, the characters to unlock. None of them are locked behind a premium paywall. What I mean by that is where you only can acquire them through spending money. The only thing that you have to spend money on to acquire would be cosmetics uh you can grind out the currency to get um and this maybe should go under gameplay but it does fit here as well to get those rogues and along the way other ways to gain them are not just by playing but also completing daily and weekly challenges that the game presents to you when you first boot it up i found that i accrued uh the currency pretty fast um that uh, after maybe a week of playing, I, I of playing steadily, I'd be able to buy a character. Um, so I think it's someone who plays this as their main game. I think they'll be able to, if they put the time and get to the characters rather quickly, it's not a super steep grind. And, uh, 
there are price differences. I noticed there were like two tiers of prices between the characters. Uh, some of them were a little more expensive. I'm guessing those are the newer characters they added. Um, yeah, it's but- usually how Hi-Rez does their characters. If you don't, so Hi-Rez has what they call a founders pack in each one of their games. And if you purchase that, you will automatically get all characters that are currently in process or in, in the rotation. And then you also will receive any characters that they make down the line. At least that's the way it's been with all their other games. Right. And, and, and going to their other games, Smite, they're like the only MOBA that really does it that way, where I almost got spoiled by that because I, the, the, the Founders Pack was on sale for 15 bucks, and now I had all of the gods, and I jumped to League of Legends, and you, you can't do that. You know, there's no one, one purchase and you get everything. You kind of have to work uh, to get those other characters. So I do like that option, having that option to just pay and be done with it. Um, but again, if you're heavy into this game, you can get there just by playing. So the... The fa- this game's founder pack is thirty dollars, and they, there's know. actually three different tiers of their founder pack. Uh, okay, um, but yeah, not, the thirty. I'm talking about the thirty dollar founder pack. Um, the where you get all of the characters, and uh, so some of the knock on on this method of doing things uh, for this game was that. Some of the best characters are the free ones, uh, and so is that really a knock, though? Well, I mean, I, if I mean, so essentially, what are you paying money for? That's that's that would be my question. New cosmetics, yeah, or cosmetics. I mean, so and to me, and I know Scott feels pretty similar. Is that cosmetics are my favorite way to micro transaction a game, right? Because the core gameplay should stay intact. And we don't really like to see it affected by microtransactions where someone who spends more money has a better experience in the game. Whereas we've recognized that through Overwatch and Fortnite, people will pay for cosmetics. You know, you don't have to have a pay-to-win element in your game to get people to spend money. You just don't. Just make a good game and then have really cool cosmetics that people are going to want to purchase. And this game does benefit by being third person, whereas your skin, like in Fortnite, you're actually going to be able to see it. Whereas when you get a skin in Call of Duty, you can't. Your hands, you see your hands, you know? And and so I, I think that from a monetized standpoint, I'm pretty happy with it. Sure, some of the uh, rogues are behind a paywall, uh, but it's not that big a deal because they, they give you a good way to get the currency you need to unlock. Replayability. Uh, like we said, there's three modes really, um, or so on. And, there's and three so really de- main modes. Yeah. It really depends on how much you enjoy that. So this, I, I should have probably said this under, uh, a gameplay again. However, this does apply to replayability. This is like a less hardcore version of Valorant or CSGO. Whereas those games are like one headshot and you're dead. And this, you have a health bar similar like you would see in Overwatch where it trickles down. It requires more shots to down someone. You have a better chance of recovering. And so 
in a lot of ways, I think that brings the skill ceiling down a little bit, which is good for new players, but maybe not so great when it comes to that replayability. Yeah, I felt that I had problem even down or taking people out, to be honest, because I'm so used to, you know, only a few shots and they're dead. Whereas this, I'm like pelting them and I'm like, uh, these people aren't going down. How much longer do I have to kill them? And then I'm dead. And I'm like, okay, yeah, well, never mind. You really have to unload your clip um, to get someone down. So, and even if you're, there are sniper classes that can one hit kill, which in this game to me feel, but that class is locked behind a pay, the paywall. You have to, you know, at least get the current, the free currency or the expensive currency to get her. But that one hit kill to me feels overpowered because nothing in the game really allows you to do that. So trench has a marksman's rifle that has a lower rate of fire and does more damage per shot, but it just was so much better to go back to the ARs. And so, and so much of this hinges on what Scott says is that if you can change your builds and select what guns you want, there is more replayability there because it gives you more options. It, if it's like I experienced where I couldn't find a way to swap out my loadout in that way, it really doesn't offer that much uh, in the way of replayability in there. So it really depends on the experience you have playing against other players and if you want to keep diving in to get better. And again, I think the skill ceiling is not as high as a game like Valorant or CSGO, where new players are going to probably hate uh, those two games because you're just going to get destroyed right away. I played a little Valorant because this game was so close to that. I wanted to be able to compare and I just got wrecked and there's more skills and more unlocks and more trees and more guns. And there's just a lot more replayability there in the sense that there's a lot more to learn. There's way more depth. And this game is again, it's like a light version of that uh, where there isn't quite as much depth where the hardcore player will probably beat the newcomer every time, but the newcomer will not feel like they're just up against a wall. I agree with that too. Uh, Another thing on the replayability for this game is this game goes out of its way to try to make you cooperate with the team concept. And I felt like the only game mode that did that was demolition um, because the other two modes you can just kind of go off and you know get into a gun battle there's no uh-huh. real team-based objective right. and uh so for the replayability because i could see like if somebody set out to make this game their hey i want to try this game me and me and my buddies we're going to get together and we're going to play this game um and they get they get into it for the team-based concept um they may be a bit disappointed because it's not really that game other than the demolition mode um yeah. i mean and, and again- I, I i played i played a handful of of each of each mode and um i just didn't run into too much team concept yeah and i agree with that that i think this game definitely would benefit by having four friends play together and being on comms because 
one of the things you run into this game a lot is flanking. People will flank you. They will run all the way down to where your spawn is and come up that way and flank you from behind. And it's a very good way to play the game um, where I started doing it and found success. Um, But I agree, too, is that a lot of people weren't playing as a team. And if you were, you're going to see a lot more success like in an Overwatch style of game. So I agree. Judgment. All right. At the end of each episode, we vote on whether the game deserves our seal or not and requires a two-third vote to be approved or denied. Mark, what do you say? I'll, I'll preface it with this. Um, if you're if you're going to play on the Switch, I would not recommend it. Um, the, the game, while it looks nice, um, you know, it, it appears to hit all the right points as far as you know a shooter goes um the the de- like jeff was talking about the depth of the game isn't there um, the team-based concept isn't there and then if you're playing on on the switch and you're playing handheld um it's just not set up to maximize the fun and so uh i'd give it a pass on the switch okay what about the rest of it thumbs up thumbs down I didn't play on any other... No, just what do you think? Do you recommend the game or not? Hmm. No. Okay, so it's a thumbs down. Okay. Thumbs down. Jeff, what about uh, you? Me? I really enjoyed this game. I, like, there were times where Scott was like, hey, Rogue Company, and a lot of times I'm like, grumble, grumble when I have to play the games we have to play, but I was gung-ho, we jumped in some matches, and I had a good time playing it. It... it it doesn't hook me like other games, more high uh, ceiling games. Like even Overwatch has a lot of room for improvement and things like that. But if you want sort of a lighter competitive shooter, which I think there's a market for, I think this is it. This uh, is a pretty fun game. It looks great, runs great on both Xbox and PC. And I, I, I think the, microtransactions are fair and uh there's i i wholeheartedly recommend playing rogue company i love high res high res is pumps out some amazing games however i do not care for third person shooters i think that's the main reason i've hated fortnite is because i it just it doesn't feel the same for me. It's like I have an issue with aiming with third-person shooters and hitting my targets, whereas I don't get that issue in a first-person shooter. I don't know what it is about it. It's just I, I, I don't like them. That being said, this game is very nice, nicely polished. Uh, I do enjoy the microtransactions. They're very fair. Uh I want to give it my seal, but I can't just because it's it's not the game for me. Um, but I think a lot of people would like it. So it's not going to get my seal. So this womp is not womp Budget womp Arcade womp. approved. Y'all missed it on this one. If we look <laughs> yeah. back in the, in the catalog of stuff that's been approved on this show, <laughs> I guarantee you this game is better than some of the hot garbage you guys have approved of. And that includes Elliot. This is true. But yes. I didn't approve <laughs> Among Us. Y'all approved Among Us. That's hard. Because Among Us is good. That's not. Yeah. You grinched us in that one. It's okay. 
Well, we didn't I do, approve. I do like uh, your tie-in to Christmas. Town of Salem, but you approved it, and that was hard, did? hot garbage. Be- because oh, that, that's, that's right. A, you approved the that's a that's a deeper town game. of Salem, and not this. Oh, help me! Town of Salem is a much better game than Among Us. Among Us is just entertainment. Oh, it's entertainment for, for five minutes. Um. Um, Whereas uh, Town of Salem is nothing for hours and hours. It just goes on and on, and you sit there and you read text messages, and you... How, Mark? Real Company's better than Town of Salem. Uh, Appearance-wise, sure. true. Appearance... Well, you play... Go play on the Switch... And you tell Why? me if you like if you like this game as much Here's as you do. Here's the thing: do. I have a pro controller. It, I'm not going to have the issues you have. I'm not going to play. I hate playing games in handheld on the Switch. I almost never do it, with a handful of exceptions. Like um, Crypt of the Necro Dancer is fantastic on the Switch, handheld or otherwise. But largely, I don't play on the Switch because the controls are too cramped. So that's going to be a complaint no matter what game I play on the Switch. But I do have a pro controller, so I would have it docked and play on my screen and probably have a good time. Maybe. Maybe. All right. So the next game we're going to play is Marvel Contest of Champions. <laughs> I, don't, I have no comment, really. Normally, I go into these things either groaning or excited, and I'm neither. I'm eh, eh, could be worse. Could be better. It's probably worse. I. Well, I don't know. You didn't like Rogue Company. And you liked Town of Salem. Is Marvel Stupid Champions a shooter? No. No. It's a 2D fighter, man. On mobile. I'll probably love it. You probably will, lunatic. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jeff, take us out. Oh, where y'all want to go? Uh... Talk about okay. Ryan's family steakhouse. Ooh, throwback. Ryan's rip. No, nobody listening to this knows what Ryan's is unless you live in the same area we do. Anyway, if you want to get in touch with us on our social media, you can find us on Facebook.com slash Budget Arcade, Twitter and Instagram at Budget Arcade. Don't forget to check out our website updated regularly by our own mark. That is www.budgetarcade.com. Yeah, in your face, Elliot. Mark's been doing yeah. some updates. What then? <clears throat> What? When's yours been updated, Elliot? Whatever. I think Mark's been doing the updates just to shove it in Elliot's face because of all the uh, police comments he's been making on his podcast. Maybe. (laughs) Good job, Mark. I applaud you on that. Thanks. You can join our Patreon if you'd like to help support. Uh, It's it's, uh, patreon.com slash budgetarcade. Um, You can join our other two patrons that we have. Uh, That would be Mr. Namek. And Mr. Chadworthy. Woohoo! What up, boys? Also, you can join our Discord from the show notes, as well as our website and our Twitter page. Music is provided by Stimage, and you can download his music at MetroidMetal.com. And game on. Game on, boys.
Imagineville Podcast Network. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.